Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating yes yes from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show through coming to you through the miracle of the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. I still don't have a nickname for you. we got to come mm. up with a nickname. Just call me by my real name until then. Okay. What's your, is it Margaret? Michelle. Michelle. It's Mallory Hartley. Hi, Mallory. Hi. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, of course. It's fun. I'll be yeah. here tomorrow too. Yeah, and Friday. And Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're having fun. I am. Yeah. No. I've got a big smile on my face. I don't stop smiling. That's <laughs> my favorite. And sitting to my right, he is the recruiting analyst uh, for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. What's your official position with next level athlete? Are you like the, the grand poobah? <laughs> president. President. The president. <laughs> the president of next level athlete, uh, our recruiting analyst here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It's Greg Powers. Hi, Greg. What's up, y'all? Um, and a state championship barbecue judge. I am, and I will flex a little bit here. I couldn't make it work, but I was invited to be a steak cook-off judge. Dude, you're kidding me. This Saturday. Wait, is it a high school? It was, I don't even, I just got the message. I haven't had to do, haven't had a chance to do the return call to get more information because I know I can't attend because I'll be out of town. Mm -hmm. Um, But the voicemail was like, hey, uh, I've got a buddy who's running a steak cook-off. And I think I maybe know where it is because I was a couple of years ago, one of my great regrets in life, I was invited to be in July. Uh, I was invited to be a judge at the Whitney Wildcats Booster Club. It was Whitney. Ste- yeah, steak cook-off. <laughs> this was <laughs> Whitney yeah. reach out. So. Yeah, so, they've, so, so here's the problem. I've never been asked back. I couldn't uh, make it the first time. So if you say no, they're just going to move on. <laughs> so maybe consider how important this trip is. Uh, yeah, you got to go now. Because the steak, that is one of the great regrets of my life. And I will I'm always, committed. I'm, I'm, I'm going to now go out of my way to pump up Whitney this year to my, get invited next year. To my friends in Whitney, those who are waiting, <laughs> those who are waiting for me to give them a call back, you know who you are. You know you're one of my top friends. I will, <laughs> I will return your call back. And I am interested to do the steak cook-off thing. I just can't. Like, it's destroying. 
Today is Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. 142 days till Thanksgiving. Uh, happy birthday to um, American loser Ben Sh- uh, Tony Benshoof. I don't know who that is. He's an American loser. How do you not know that? <laughs> um, I don't know. Happy birthday to him. Uh, today is episode 1199. Ooh. Uh, on today's show, Close. guys, we got this week in recruiting with Greg Powers and Next Level Athlete, talking all things recruiting across the Lone Star State. In the back half of the show, Powers caught up with uh, Temple Athlete. Uh, did you call him Michael, right? Mikhail. Mikhail. Mikhail Harrison Pilot, uh, who is, we call him Athlete. Sounds like he's going to be the starting quarterback for Temple this year. Uh, I am interested, perhaps after we talk about to, to Mikhail Harrison Pilot hearing where you project him to play at the next level so stay tuned for that Ooh. insight from greg Pardon. that's what we call a lateral tease it's a lateral tease is later in the show if we were to tease for something at like 1207 tomorrow that'd be a vertical tease mm. you learn All something right. new every day do we have first four through the door speaking of something new we learn every day we sure do. We, it was hector rios rob hadaway daniel agnew and aaron arbuckle welcome in oh what's up nerds all right. <clears throat> I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. <laughs> this Week in Recruiting. We're getting better at this. This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, a Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends, Chicken, chicken Express. Express. Chicken Express. Mallory likes it. I do. I might go get some for lunch today. I say that uh, every time because it always sounds good. It always sounds good when we're talking when about it. When you're hungry, that's one of those things that like you don't even have to be in a mood for it. You're just like, no, that's going to be. I good. just want to say it, but no BS, like no BS. I think I'm working my way through like every location. <laughs> I had it. <laughs> you just need like the punch card. I had to. Uh, they should do that. That's a good idea. So I had to go to. Uh, on an, an emergency work situation, I had a journey three hours on Monday to College Station, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the nine to five. Sure. And I tried the Hearn location. I got the 50-50, two spicy tenders, two regular tenders. And I'll tell you, I threw it. I said I was going to do this. I ordered the biscuit. Uh-huh. So I ordered the biscuit, and I thought the biscuit was pretty good with the spicy tender combo, but I'm still I still committed still to the – I'm still no. team roll. That's fine. But I did, an, I did give it another shot. You can be on team roll. I just need you to respect team biscuit. I, Wait. I, I can say that I respect team biscuit now, and especially the pair up with the spicy tender. Okay. Are you team biscuit? I'm team biscuit. You are? I am. I am too. I don't what? ever – I don't ever meet anybody that's Team yeah, Biscuit. That's right. right. That's Always why I said what because usually know, it's I like know. you know the percentages know. of Team Biscuit. Yeah, are so I'm glad low. you can respect it though. We're outlaws. I appreciate outlaws. that. It's a good biscuit. We are. We are. It's a good biscuit. <laughs> it's a good biscuit. Uh, it's this week we're recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete. A uh, lot to get to. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise. Um, it's amazing. Denton Geyer has a tr- has a lot of trouble uh, attracting <laughs> talent. Uh, the 2022 <laughs> wide receiver Jace Wilson. Uh, you came away awfully impressed from oh, by him at the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament down there in College Station. Um, he has only he only has a pair of Power 5 offers, uh, Kansas and Michigan State. Go green. Mm. Yep. Uh, but this is a guy, I'll tell you, he certainly passes the eyeball test at 6'4", 185. 
Definitely. And, you know, we usually don't do this. Last week, our underclassman of the week was Denton Geyer uh, quarterback Jackson Arnold, who really mm-hmm. played well at the state seven on seven tournament. But I'm trying to empty a lot of the notebook out from that. And there's still some underclassmen that I would like to feature. And there are some under the radar type of guys. This was one who kind of surprised me. He does have 12 offers, right? So mm-hmm. he's got double digit offers, but he's only got two P5 offers. This is a P5 guy, like mm-hmm. undoubtedly. To me, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Does he make a decision before the season or does he kind of play it out to see if more schools will be interested? Uh, he's really athletic. What I was most impressed with by watching him play at, well, really two things at the, at the tournament was he didn't weaken over the course of the action. You know, it's a, it's a long two-day stretch, all those games, and it's in the heat. Uh, Jace Wilson just seemed to get better and better. And number two is for a 6'4", 185-pound guy, he has tremendous ball tracking skills and the ability to high point the ball, which actually gives him more of an advantage with his height. And he loves to play over the top of defensive backs, and he has a knack for doing it. Um, And there are some schools out there who need to get in on this guy. And you hate to see a guy that has to leave the state when there are opportunities available. But listen, if you're listening to this, and especially if you're like – in the Big Ten or the Pac-12 or the you know some of these other conferences, get on this guy. If you have a if you're looking for a wide receiver, Geyer's Jace Wilson is a dude who's being under recruited in this state right now, and you need to take advantage of that. Yeah, he's a guy who's who's probably going to blow up here pretty soon, and and we may have gotten a sneak preview of that down there in College Station. A guy, uh, and and look, playing in a Rodney Webb offense. Um, he's going to have opportunities. This is not right. this is not a guy who's going to finish with nine catches for you know 114 yards. He's going to put up some numbers. Uh, it may just take somebody coming in early and saying, "All right, we're going to be the guy." And especially on the other end, Jackson Arnold, who is especially you know who looked especially sharp, that could be a very dangerous pass catch pop, combo. Pop on his high, pop on his game tape. We're watching highlights here. That's obviously going to be mostly catches. Pop on this game tape because you kind of touched on it. What Rodney Webb's receivers do within their offense is they block. Mm-hmm. You can remember Jackson Smith and Jigba, how great of a blocker mm-hmm. he was when he wasn't getting the football. Jace is in the same mold. So if you're a coach who likes to run the football but needs a vertical outside threat too, uh, this is a guy that brings both worlds together. Let's move on now to our commit of the week. And we had a huge variety of options there. Yes. Huge variety of options here. Uh, with our commit of the week, but we are going to land on probably, I would say the one that, that maybe had been the biggest surprise to people. And that is Garland wide receiver, Jordan Hudson has committed to SMU. Uh, the ponies haul in a guy who is the num- uh where where is he in the Dave Campbell in the DCTF Hot 100? I think he's number twenty one. Let's pull it up in the in, sure. in the in the top thirty for sure. Right um, there, is a guy who is uh, by by some uh, metrics across the uh, nationally is a four star prospect, um, a huge twenty nine twenty nine in in the uh, DCTF Hot 100. Uh, this is a guy who was committed to Oklahoma. He had offers from Texas, TCU, Alabama, Oklahoma, and he's going to go to SMU Powers. Uh, this strikes me as a real game changer for Sonny Dykes. Well, I mean, just think about last year. I, I think they're very close, but Preston Stone and Jordan Hudson would probably be the two highest rated commitments for SMU from the high school level since the mid 80s mm-hmm. you know so th- these guys are game changing 
type of recruits. And we were in a, a bit of a quandary this week because there were some good commitments. And to pick the, the commit of the week, you know, you have some options. Do you pick the guy who is the most significant in-state commitment, which we can lean towards? Do you pick the guy who is the highest rated player in the state of Texas to make a commitment? Maybe he commits out of state, and that's what happened this this week with Kelvin Banks, who's a five-star who committed to Oregon. Mm-hmm. So there were some options here, but I think the significance of this commitment for SMU is resounding because um, it just speaks to the level that they're playing at now in the in the recruiting game you know it's they have changed the culture there Mm -hmm. and the recruiting landscape there because they can now go up against teams that you you know five years ago you would have said this and you would have been like nah yeah this ain't happening you know now they're going against alabama smu beat alabama that's exactly right that's where i wanted to go with this is we were talking last week about divorce jones right the el paso uh the el paso running back who did in fact to your point and you nailed it last week he committed to missouri and i sat here in this chair and i told you i just ain't picking against alabama like like when you're talking about that here's a perfect example and missouri is you know that's an sec school that's that's obviously a a different situation but for smu to bow up to some of the very best programs in the state the very best programs in the nation and to come away with a legit bona fide blue chipper like this, it's just worth mentioning, guys, this doesn't happen very much. And it started to happen more and more thanks to Sonny Dykes. I would say thanks to Rashad Samples, what he's done there. It is a it is remarkable the sea change that has happened there uh, on the hilltop. They have a really good recruiting staff too that stay pretty dialed in there behind the scenes. They do a really good job. Um, identifying talent early but this is a guy who was was committed to Oklahoma three four weeks ago he essentially decommitted from OU to stay at home and play at SMU mm-hmm. you know and he may you know this is when you're recruiting at this level if you're an SMU fan and you're listening to this mm-hmm. when you're recruiting at this level know that you have to continue to recruit this isn't over Jordan Hudson could take visits yeah. he's going to have other schools that are saying hey you know why go to SMU when you can come to Alabama? And here's our mm-hmm. pitch as to why. You have to be able to combat that, and you also have to be able to withstand the recruiting pressure from some of these other schools. Don't be surprised. Jordan Hudson takes a visit to Alabama. There's going to be some um, people who are up in arms. Oh, well, are we going to lose our top commit? But let's just say that the fact that he did all this, he committed to SMU, that puts you at a different level. Verbal commitments are non-binding. Right. But they don't mean nothing. They're not meaningless. And as a result, like SMU is at worst in the driver's seat for one of the very best players in the state of Texas. And that is something we haven't been able to say very often. But I mean, that's two years in a row, right? With Preston Stone last year, which is a guy, you know, a four star quarterback, uh, you know, between him and now you're getting a guy like Jordan Hudson. Obviously, something is resonating there at SMU. It's we, impressive. We can tease some stuff maybe here and there, like things that we're thinking through, ideas for what we want to bring to the fans at TexasFootball.com. Um, this is like a, a longer conversation, I feel like, that we could have on some of these topics too because, you know, SMU is in a unique position. They're the premier transfer destination in America, mm-hmm. I think. I yeah. think that there are top – players who were going to transfer to Alabama and Clemson and you know so on and so forth um, they're going to get those 
one-off guys because they are going to fill their classes up with high school prospects. But SMU is in a unique position that they can get elite transfers from college programs, Mm -hmm. and that gives them the ability to really turn up the pressure on some really nice in-state prospects and make them a priority, which it changes the game in a lot of respects. Say, here are the 10 guys that we're really going after, and you're one of those 10. What's that mean to that guy? Right. If you're if you're getting both, watch out. Right. Watch out. Uh, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Let's move on to our underclassman of the week. I'm going to read directly from TexasFootball.com slash recruiting here. 2023 Justin Northwest quarterback Jake Strong had a strong showing at the Pylon National Championships and is considered one of the state's top 23 quarterback, uh, 2023 quarterbacks. Uh, two things here. One, how dare you? <laughs> you like that? How dare you? I did that. I think I was thinking about you when that... <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? Uh, that's my, get out of my lane. Uh, and secondly, uh, here's a guy uh, in Jake Strong from Justin Northwest who has uh, a, a pair of early offers uh, from uh, Western Kentucky, Illinois State, but... You think that the interest level in Jake Strong is rising, maybe thanks in part, uh, at least in part, to what he showed this weekend at the at the Pylon National Championships. Well, even more than that, he backed it up. He's he's been a guy that does it on tape. He mm-hmm. came out of the gate swinging last year, and you know stepped into a leadership role as a sophomore, playing at the varsity level at a pretty prominent school in the Dallas area. And he does a little bit of everything mm-hmm. well. And I think as more people have the opportunity to see him, that he's just going to catch on. You know, oh, by the way, he did have a strong showing at the 7-on-7 this weekend, uh, but he also had really strong showings at camps at Baylor, TCU, SMU, and Texas A&M. And he's on the radar with all those schools now, and they're recruiting him pretty seriously, even though they haven't offered yet. He's a guy that's going to have double-digit offers. Everybody's going to really want to come after him. And and I think that what I really enjoy about watching – on Jake's tape is his calm demeanor and leadership abilities. I mean, the offense runs really smooth with him. And I think he racked up over 500 rushing yards as mm-hmm. well last year. So he can move the football on the ground when need be. Um, but he's extremely accurate. Yeah. And and he's a guy that, again, you know, last week we were talking about Jackson Arnold um, being maybe the top quarterback in the state in 2023. Right. Uh, I, I'm not here to say that I think Jake Strong is going to be the top quarterback in the class of 2023. What I am saying is we have spent a lot of time focusing on the class of 2022 in quarterbacks in the state of Texas because it is remarkable. We're going to talk about right. them here in just a moment. But we haven't spent a ton of time looking at 2023 quarterbacks. Guys are starting to emerge because there is a little bit of an opening there for a team. There's not that number one you know, locked and loaded guy that everybody's paying attention to right now. And Jake Strong could fit in very nicely into that crop of 2023 quarterbacks. Again, I'm not saying he's the number one quarterback in the state of Texas in 2023. What I'm saying is that that list is not set yet. Right. And he's starting to make some noise and say, I want to be on that short list. Uh, what I've identified for the class of 2023, and I actually had a conversation with one of the um, scouting services national recruiting guys here in the past week as we were discussing quarterbacks in this 2023 cycles I don't think that you're going to have that top end presence in the national rankings Mm -hmm. you know we only concentrate on state rankings here but in the from the national perspective I don't think that you're going to see those top 50-ish type of guys nationally in our 2023 in-state cycle but the depth 
is extremely good, and the pack is tight. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of guys. I think the quarterback, the Texas State quarterback rankings, if you go to 24-7 sports and rivals and um, – you the know, other places, the other place, some of the other places, and then you come here, you're going to see a variance, I think, as to those, you know, guys mixed and ma- mixed and matched up differently, mm-hmm. because I don't think it's as clear cut. There are going to be disagreements next year because it is a tight pack. Yeah, most certainly. Let's round it all out, talking 2022 quarterbacks with our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week is 2022 Austin Westlake quarterback Cade Klubnick. You've heard of him before? Uh, I have. <laughs> the name rings a bell. Um, this was the guy, uh, the Austin Westlake quarterback. Of course, led them to a, a state cha- led Austin Westlake to a state championship last year. Um, he was at the Elite Eleven this weekend in yep. Los Angeles. Yes, sir. Uh, Elite Eleven, and he came out with MVP honors. He uh, at the nation's most prestigious quarterback camp. He is a Clemson commit. We have him rated as the number two quarterback prospect in the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Hot 100, behind fellow Elite Eleven finalist uh, Quinn Ewers, South Lake Carroll. Bridgeland quarterback uh, Connor Wigman is in that mix as well. The Texas A&M commit, uh, as well as Flower Mound quarterback Nick Evers, were all in the Elite 11 as well. Greg Powers, is Cade Klubnick the best quarterback in the state of Texas in 2022? Well, I mean, I think he has an argument. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, they beat South Lake Carroll mm-hmm. in the state championship game. Cade beat Quinn Ewers mm-hmm. at the Elite 11. But Quinn Ewers beat... Cade at the Dallas Elite yeah. 11, you know, and to say beat is a weird term to use for a camp performance because you really don't mm-hmm. get any W's or L's, but he was named the overall MVP, had a strong performance throughout the course of three different days of competition there, had led his team to the seven-on state or mm-hmm. the seven-on championship at the Elite 11 as well that is combined with the opening finals that's out there now it's mm-hmm. a much more select smaller group that comes out there i think just skill position guys now go to the opening so it's not like the 150 guys that it used to be um and we saw we've seen it and you know i've kind of talked about this if not publicly but within our own private discussions um that a lot of people were might be selling Clubnik a little bit short because he had an ac sprain Mm-hmm. And he was recovering from that, and his arm strength wasn't 100% all the way there. And what you were seeing is a great quarterback working um, not at 100%, but still giving his all and making all these wonderful things happen, and that's not even the best him. Yeah. You know, so that's what we've kind of had him cemented in at number two within the state rankings, and I'm proud to say that I think we've had him higher than everybody else. We'll see how long that lasts if we now get mm-hmm. – if someone else now elevates Klubnik up. I I feel pretty confident that um, we'll keep Quinn at number one, Cade at number two, but it's open for debate right yeah. now. I think that Cade is now what what we do it here at Texas football is we name five five-star guys, mm-hmm. right? So if you're in the top five, you're a five-star. Mm-hmm. Three of them have been named so far. Yeah. and One of them is yours. And one of them is yours. He's the number one prospect in the state. Is Klubnik now – in that disc- and he already was, you know, he's number eleven. Sure. He's six spots away. Is he now firmly entrenched in that five star discussion? I think that's a valid discussion to have. But I'm glad that you kind of asked about yours because we feet in, you know, the the grand scope or the bigger scope of the QB rankings because we featured Klubnik a lot. It's, it's we've talked about him a lot because he's always seems to be doing something. But if you win the Elite Eleven MVP, you deserve to be the recruit of the week. Yeah, and and the thing is, it's 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 hard to uncouple. Klubnik 
and Ewers. Both of them are, you know, elite quarterbacks. That's fair to say. Both of them are, are committed to elite programs. Quinn Ewers committed to uh, Ohio State. Uh, Clubman committed to Clemson. Both of them played, guided their team to the 6A Division One state championship last year. It's impossible, I think, to uncouple them. And it's, it's it, it, but I also think, here's another thing. And I'll just be the, this is why I, I don't think I could do your job. I think part of it is unfair to compare them because they, right. they do deserve to stand on their own merits. I think it is okay to simply say both these quarterbacks are super good and both Clemson and Ohio State are going to be awful glad to have them. That's an okay statement to have. We don't have to get into this conversation of well, who's better than who. Right. It's like they can both be awesome and we can just let that stand as is. Well, and you're going to go to a system in college. You play mm-hmm. within a system in high school. So, I mean – are you a better fit for your system or is it your talent? I mean, all those questions are answered inherently as time goes mm-hmm. by, but thinking about you or listening to you talk right now about Klubnik and Ewers mm-hmm. throws me back to Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge debate nationally. Who was the number one guy and who was the number two guy? And it was always Trevor Lawrence who ends up on top, right? Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is bigger his arms a little stronger. Um, he's the number one guy in the rankings. He's the number one pick in the NFL draft. He's got the hair. But in the last game that they played against each other, yeah. Justin Fields was victorious as Ohio State beat Clemson. Mm-hmm. You know, so some of those things aren't always as clear cut. Would you rather have the number one guy and lose, or would you rather have the number two guy and win? <laughs> And that's the thing. Not saying that anybody's a loser or going to lose or whatever. Also, the thing is, like, let's be honest, how productive is the conversation? Like, I think it's like we can have a conversation of, you know, who's better. I think that's fair. But as long as you land on, I think, the undeniable truth, which is both these guys are really good and we're trying to we're trying to slide a piece of paper between, you know, these two guys. I think that that is. I think that's where you ultimately have to land. And that's why I don't know if I necessarily get super caught up in the Lawrence versus Fields or the Klubnik versus Lawrence type thing. Because in the end, they're both great. I mean, you saw Lawrence and Fields both went top 10 in the NFL draft. Is that right? Where, I can't Fields remember go? if Fields went in the top 10 or maybe he was number 11. But, it, you know, like yeah. a top okay. top first round pick. Top half of the first round in the NFL draft. Um, I, you know, we don't know how the, the, the careers of Cade Klubnik and, and Quinn Ewers are going to, to play out, but I think that, you know, considering their standing right now, they will be at least in the mix to be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. It's okay to just say both these guys are great. And so I don't necessarily get all caught up and I don't know if, you know, please go to textfootball.com slash recruiting and debate with your friends by sending them the link. But I don't know if I necessarily go through and, and, and lose sleep at night wondering who's number one. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And here's what we can say. Mm-hmm. We're proud of Cade Klubnick for going out to the Elite 11, <laughs> go. winning MVP, and representing the great state of Texas with bringing home that honor when's the last, to Texas. When's the last time a Texas guy was the uh, Elite Ooh. 11 MVP? Got to be a minute, right? I don't know. I okay. mean, was it uh, – it would have been Kyler Murray or – probably Kyler Murray. Let's Kyler see. Murray led his team to the 7-1 championship that year. I'm going to guess it's him. Um, I'm going to see if I can pull it up real quick. Um Elite 11, their Wikipedia page. Um, oh, come on. We'll go to that. Okay, so let's see. The last time 
I don't know if they, they list the MVPs. Maybe not. Did Shane Bouchelle win MVP? Um, I, don't I, I don't think, think so. so. We're trying. To, you're listening to live coverage of us trying to figure out who the MVPs were. Uh, but in any case, the point is, I think that it's just it's fair to, to look at this and say, you know what, they're all pretty good, and that's that's okay by us. So we can run through. I'll just yeah. run through quickly. So 2018, Spencer Rattler. Okay. Mm. Not from Texas. Not from Texas. 2017, Justin Fields. Not from Texas. This is 2016. Thrilling. Yeah. Kyler. Tua. Tua. Okay. okay. So, I mean, these guys are – have you heard of any of these guys before? I guess it wouldn't be Kyle in 2016, though. Yeah. It would have been Shea Patterson, who was – he's an original. That's, that, a, that's, I, an I don't know that we can, that's an interesting debate I don't know there. that we can right. count that. Let's get into that. We, don't, we can't <laughs> count that. 2014, Blake Barnett. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to go back to 2010. That's okay. Funny. 2013, Sean White. No. Who went to Auburn, who I don't – know that much about boy sean white yeah obviously didn't work out for him or else we would know him yeah and i'm having to go page by page yeah ashanti ward who Mm -hmm. went to ucla and then transferred to south florida Mm -hmm. and what look up what class murray was in just so we know Kyler murray was class 2016 right no 2014 or 2015 rather class 2015 Jameis winston so Uh i mean i'm not finding any yeah so it's been a minute at least Mm -hmm. since we had a texan Win the Elite 11 MVP. We'll find that information. And Greg Powers will tweet it at G Power Scout. <laughs> follow him, uh, there, follow the next little athlete, next little D1. See Here's if- a cool one, though. I'm looking. Jeff Driscoll was the 2010 MVP, and like two pictures over from him is Archie Bradley, who is a reliever now in Major League <laughs> Baseball. Uh, next level D1. See his final work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Stay right there to introduce the next segment. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Hey, Mallory, mm-hmm. should people subscribe to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe? Yes. I would say miss the FOMO, but... They already did miss the football. So. Make Mallory happy. Go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas <laughs> Football Insider. Is that fair? Yes, okay, that's good. fair. That's fine. That's what I'm <laughs> Powers, who did you speak to this week? So we caught up with, really, great kid, Temple's Mikel Harrison Pilot, uh, a man who now has over 30 scholarship offers. <laughs> but other than that, 30. Though, but other than that, though, people are sleeping He's on He's going to be a junior. Man, that's crazy. He's also a three-sport athlete, too. Yeah, Yeah, he does everything, and he does it with class. So that's what you really like about this guy. He is a name to know. He is Mikhail Harrison Pilot, and he caught up with our Greg Powers here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, TexasFootball.com, and I'm out here with Mikhail Harrison Pilot, man. Just uh, things have been crazy for you, man. What's it? I mean, I don't even know really where to begin. I guess I'm just going to jump right in with the hard hitting questions all right i'm okay. gonna jump right in with them okay you play everything yes sir you can play a little safety wide receiver you can quarterback oh yeah but i think you're closing in on 25 offers maybe you have more than 25 i have, I have 30 now 30 yeah, offers yeah, yeah, man 30 <laughs> offer man i'm talking to you yes, that's sir. really impressive i can remember i think when you had zero. Oh yeah so uh yes sir what are the colleges saying man do you have offers coming in at all different kinds yeah. of positions so some are wide receiver or some are dv or some are just both so they won't they won't know like the ones that athletes 
they won't know until I get there and they'll see what I'm best at and they put me there. But I'm going to still be playing both sides either or. It just depends where I go. Still two more years of high school ball left. Maybe it'll sort itself out. But, oh, it, yeah. like, as you're starting, is there a position you feel like you love more than one, one more than the other? Uh, well, ever since I came to wide receiver, it's been that. But, I mean, I just want to play. I really don't care what it, what it is, DB, wide receiver. It don't matter to me. I just want to play. So. <laughs> 30 offers in, just kind of talk about the big picture, what it's like to actually have that many schools targeting you. Is it hard to balance it all? But I know it's got to be a blessing. Yeah, so I've just been enjoying it ever since, ever since I got my first one from Baylor. It's just been, just been, just been fun, just enjoying it. And I just know when September 1st comes around, when they can talk to me, it's going to be a long, long day. It's going to be just long. Right now, I'm just talking to them. So it's not as bad, but September first, when they can talk to us, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a busy day. Well, I got a feel. I got a feeling he's gonna be thinking about that cut down list around September second. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Baylor was the first offer. What did it mean to you to get that in-state offer, big time school, not too far from home, but but to know, you went from zero offers to P5 level. Uh, just knowing that I got. Uh, uh, people from Tibble High School went up there, so it's just like it's like home to me because it's 30 minutes up the road. And I just the coach, I love the coach, the great relationships I build. Uh, coach Nance, that's my guy right there. But yeah, it's just it was just enjoyable. It was just it's just unexpected, and I just I just been waiting for it. So it's just been fun, really. Uh, we can't 30 offers. We can't talk about all of them. But what were some of the wow moments when school X, Y, or Z stepped up to the plate that you thought, oh well, this is one that could change my life? Okay, it was Notre Dame. When they came, I was I was just excited because it's, it's Notre Dame. They just almost won the national championship, and just don't know how they play and how they beat or how they play. It's just it was just a joyful one because like I never in my life would have thought, you know, Notre Dame, you know, like. That's a big, big score right there. So that was the, the one that really just caught on and just like shocked me. Any more you're still hungry for? Who's out there that you got circled to say, I got to get an offer from this school before I commit? I'll say Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Or Florida, too. Yes, sir. Some big schools still out there. I think that you camped recently. Alabama, how'd that go? And uh, what was the uh, campus like? Working with coaches, seeing Nick Saban, that kind of stuff. Uh, so I did two sessions. I did first session wide receiver and second session safety. They, they love me at both, so they'll keep them in touch with me. I've been talking to uh, Coach Sabota this for a little minute, so I've always been keeping in touch with them. They, and, uh, the campus was it was it was wonderful. It was because my that's my favorite college right there. So just going there, just always being happy everywhere I went. Uh, everything was just fun. Give me the one thing that you feel like you can't live without when it's time to go and pick a college. And maybe your parents, maybe it's your parents, what they can't do without. What's one thing Harrison Pilots can't live without when it comes to college? What can I live without? Uh, what are you looking for? Oh, uh, cause that. Uh, so I want to uh, major in business. I'm be an entrepreneur okay. and just really, really building relationships and who who really who's really there for me and not that who needs more who needs me more than I need them and just them uh, developing us more as an adult instead of like just football just everything out of life and all that. So as you looking for. As you know, you're always one of our favorites, man. It seems like you really have your stuff together. Thirty That's offers right. on the table. That's Mikael Harrison Pilot. Thanks for the time, man, and good luck with that decision-making process. <laughs> and of course, good luck with the 2021 season. Yes, sir. Thank you. There is Mikael Harrison Pilot, the athlete from Temple. Um, we caught up with him at the State Seven Seven tournament. All right, so I teased this at the beginning. Now let me ask, where would you play him? Where would I play him? Your I want your coach Stewart. It's a good question. Greg Tepper is now Coach Stewart. Oh, I'm, I'm Scott Stewart. Well, Scott Stewart is, is much smarter than I am as far as, you know, everything is concerned. I want the ball in his hands. I'd start him at quarterback. I'd put him at quarterback. I want him, I want him to be a playmaker with the ball in his hands. Now, that, that's me, but that's also the high school football perspective. Right. From a scouting perspective, where do you think he lands? Safety. Safety? You think he's a safety? And, and here's <laughs> why I'm going to play devil's advocate now and say okay. why I wouldn't play him at quarterback. Okay. I love it. 
I could play him both ways if he plays wide receiver. If I'm it's if he's point. if he's yeah, my quarterback, you can't play him both ways. If he's my quarterback, I can't risk it. Not yeah. at 6A. No, exactly right. right. Like, you know, you you see like guys like you remember Danny Ench from Grandview where he was playing right. you know, basically safety and um and the quarterback at 6A that's not going to play, especially in no. a, in a rough and tumble district like District 12. Um to, uh so yeah, but I I don't know. That that's fair. I would put him at quarterback. Now, what do you think he lands a safety in in at the next level? I do, and not that his tape has his. Really, a lot of these offers have come off of his wide receiver tape. You know, he played safety his freshman year, played more wide receiver last season, and we'll see more. You know, obviously this year he's grown, um, but man, he just thinking about having that size and speed in the defensive backfield. Yeah. It, I feel like I can find a receiver, yeah. But can I find a guy like him at safety? That's, That's a harder. It's a harder point. position to fill, so that's case, why I like him there. Whoever gets him is going to have uh, quite a playmaker in uh, Temple athlete Mikhail Harrison Pilot. Let's go over to Mallory Hartley for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Well, Matt Stepp left a comment in the comment section and said that the last M- quarterback that won MVP at Elite 11 was back in 2005, and that was Matt Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Island okay. Park. Matt Stafford, the last uh, Texas quarterback to win Elite 11 uh, MVP. So uh, I guess that's a 16-year drought that uh, Kate Klubnick uh, was able to uh, to snap there. Mm, um, and then do we have any other final thoughts? Uh, we do. This one's <laughs> So two people left name suggestions for me. Nickname suggestions? Yes. Of course, of course our, 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 our regular producer, Ashley Pickle, who's out this week, she is known as the Duchess of the Dorks. Yes, and, and speaking of that, somebody mm-hmm. suggested that there, it should be the substitute duchess of the dorks. The substitute duchess. Yeah. How do you feel about being the substitute no. duchess? Because here's the thing. If you're a substitute teacher, you get treated like, right. like garbage. You're you know right. what I mean? You shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love you substitute teachers. Mm-hmm. But you do. Uh, I don't know. That's, uh, we'll, we'll workshop that. What was the other one? Malpal. Malpal? <laughs> yes. I've actually gotten called that before. Well, tune in tomorrow to find out which one I decide. Oh, are we going to decide tomorrow? Are you going to decide tomorrow? I'm going to think on it. Malpal's okay. Pal, Mal got some... Uh, it has some potential. It's got some potential. <laughs> it's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Temple Athlete Mikhail uh, Harrison Pilot for being our guest. For... I almost said Ashley Pickle. <laughs> For Mallory Hartley and Greg Powers, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.